Hey, what's going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring in the 11 game NBA main slate on Thursday. Before we get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I made daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. I'm now making videos for NBA Top Shot as well. If you are unable to watch these YouTube videos, they're also up on Apple Podcasts. We'll link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, offer that on Patreon.com esports, which includes Call of Duty and CSGO, as well as an NBA package. And then I want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this show. If you're unfamiliar with Prize Picks, basically the idea is you're taking over unearned fantasy points. And um, the nice thing is they do have second half contests. A lot of the stuff right now they're up uh, are just the second half contests. So you can take uh, over unders there. You can mix and match sports. If you guys want to sign up, you can use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You get 100% match up to $100. And finally, I just want to thank you guys for the continued support on these DFS videos, the Top Chat videos, the live streams. It is greatly, greatly appreciated, guys. Um, if you do enjoy this content, please leave a like button on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And hit the notification bell so you don't know how to upload videos you don't want to go live. That would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Let's aim for 200 likes on this video. And as always, I will be live before lock tomorrow to go over everything and answer all your guys' questions. But with that out of the way, let's jump into it. So before we talk about players and the prices for this 11-game slate, let's look back mine up here from uh, Wednesday slate. Wednesday right now, looking really good. Currently in first place in this tournament, winning $2,500. We will see if it holds, but... Um, let's go over my lineup here. I can get out of the way so you guys can see. But yeah, um, mentioned I was going with the, the Washington Memphis game stack. Um, oops, hold on. Uh, I mentioned I was going with the Washington Memphis game stack. Uh, so used Westbrook with Beal. Uh, Winslow, Denny Abija, Jonas Valanciunas, John Morant, Robin Lopez. My one-off being Rudy Gay at 2% owned. 2% and 21 fancy points. Got a little bit lucky with Keldon Johnson foul trouble. But um, yeah, the the, um, the reason I got to Rudy Gay was with no Lamarcus Aldridge, it was Pirtle and it was Rudy Gay that I thought got the boost. Um, if you played Trey Lyles, you got popped because I was like, there's no guarantee he's going to play. And sure enough, Popovich went to Eubanks. So um, Rudy Gay is the key, key piece for me here at 2% owned. So um, yeah, right now, again, currently winning $2,500 in the, this $100 single entry tournament, winning about $500 in the big tournament. Maybe we'll get closer to takedown. We'll see. So it could be a really, really big night, guys. Um, hope you guys had a good night as well. Let's see if we can keep it rolling for this 11-game slate. So um, let's see. We have three of the... Three of the 11 games out right now, Boston and Brooklyn at 234.5 over under. The Nets are three-point favorites. Timberwolves, Pelicans, 239 over under. The Pelicans are eight-point favorites. And Knicks, Bucks at 222.5 over under. The Bucks are 11-point favorites. All right, so we'll start off with Detroit and Charlotte. And the Detroit side, Jeremy Grant back. He's at 7.7K. I think makes for a decent uh, tournament play, and he's been a little bit up and down. Price seems about right. Mason Plumley, if he can stay out of foul trouble, should play about 30 minutes, but we know he's been in foul trouble a lot recently, so that's always the risk with Mason Plumley. But I think if I knew he was going to stay out of foul trouble and play 30 minutes, I think he'd be, you know, I would say he's a pretty safe play with some upside. DeLon Wright will have to keep an eye on that. He's currently questionable. If he's out, you know, does make uh, Dennis Smith Jr. a viable tournament play who has actually been getting consistent minutes recently of like 25 to 27. Uh, but up and down nature would say he's more of a tournament GPP play. Sadiq Bay, no thank you. Josh Jackson seems priced about right. Nothing else really stands out. Sfee was a value when there's a lot of guys out. I don't really love him there at 3.9K. Um, I mean, Isaiah Stewart will play the backup five. He'll probably play about 20 minutes. I actually think he's like an okay punt play. And if Mason Plumlee does get in foul trouble, then he'll play a little bit more. So yeah, I could see punting with Isaiah Stewart. But that's it for Detroit. Let's move on to Charlotte. So Charlotte, 
Devontae Graham is back, but they said LaMelo Ball is going to remain in the starting lineup. It's really LaMelo Ball for me, and that's it. LaMelo at 9K. I don't love the price, but I think he's a good tournament play. I think his price will scare some people off. I still think he plays 35-ish minutes around there. Again, a guy that has triple-double upsides. I do like LaMelo at the top. Rogier, absolutely not. Uh, Devontae Graham will see how they do the starting lineup. I don't have a ton of interest there. P.J. Washington's too pricey. No, thank you, Gordon Hayward. Cody Zeller now back, too. Really just not a ton else I like on the Charlotte side. Basically, LaMelo in tournaments, and that's it. Boston, Brooklyn. So this is one of the better matchups of the Boston Celtics. The issue is they're now pretty much fully healthy. Marcus Smart back. I have no interest in Marcus Smart. They said they're going to kind of ease him back in. Kemba Walker at 7-4. It's been actually, you know, besides the last game, 40-plus fancy points the last three. It's a great matchup. I think he's a decent play. Really, I have interest in the top three guys. Does one really stand out, though? No. But I think maybe getting to one of those Boston guys in the slate is not a bad idea just because Brooklyn plays very little defense. Like Tatum, Brown, Kemba, I like at the top. No real strong preference on who I prefer. Um, again, Smart, no thank you. The Bigs. Um, Robert Williams at 4'8". He actually has been playing more minutes recently. 22-22-23 in uh, three of the last four games. We know he's a really good point per minute guy. So, like... I can see taking a shot in Rob Williams for tournaments. Daniel Tice at 4-7. Um, did he only play seven minutes the last game? Did he did he get injured that game, or what happened? Or did they just roll with Robert Williams? Because we've seen Brad Stevens kind of go with a hot hand. Um, I forget what happened that game. And then Tristan Thompson probably plays about 20 minutes. But if you're shooting for the upside, I would say it is Robert Williams. just a matter of will the Mets be there. Now, moving on to Brooklyn, still no Kevin Durant. So Harden, Kyrie at the top. Revenge game narrative here for Kyrie for into that at 9.6K. I think he's a good... Um, tournament play at this price just seems like a fair, like, I don't know if I go to him. I don't love him in cash games. So again, uh, revenge game narrative, still no Kevin Durant. He should play 35 ish minutes. Harden, if you can get to him, it's safer just because he's a guy that's triple double upside. Uh, last two games, 30, 14 and 15, 29, 10 and 14. Um, the, the two previous I played them both are blowouts, uh, still a little bit tilted about that, but Harden is playing huge minutes. Like he's playing over 40 minutes in close games, which really just makes him a safe spend up at the top. Uh, Value-wise, like Bruce Brown, Deanna Jordan, eh, don't really love it. Jeff Green might be back too. Not a ton else to love here. Like Nick Claxton, you can take a shot on a GPPs. He has been playing the backup uh, five, but like there's, I think there's still an outside chance he gets a DNP. So he's one of those kind of high-risk, high-reward value plays. Uh, but that's it for Brooklyn. Moving on to Atlanta. Uh, so still no DeAndre Hunter, still no Cam Bradish. I think Trey Young at the top at 9.9K. Decent tournament play. Don't love him for cash games. Capella at 7.9, Collins at 7K just kind of seem both priced about right. If I had to pick one, I think it would be Capella because um, should be able to have his way there against like Boucher or Aaron Baines. Herder, 5.6, nah. Gallinari went for, let's talk about that most recent game. 23 points, 9 boards, 6 assists. Like, what on earth is that stat line for Deneo Gallinari? Normally, he's a guy that is more reliant on the scoring. Um, minutes up and down, production up and down. Sure, you can take a shot at him for tournaments. I don't love it. Like, a value guy that actually is intriguing is Bogdan McDonavich at 3.5K, slowly easing their way back in with a minute 16, then 20. If he plays like 25 minutes here at this price, I think he's a guy that you can look to as a salary relief play. Moving on to Toronto. So Toronto's a team you're going to want to have some interest in because no Van Fleet, no Siakam, no OG, possibly no Terrence Davis. So Kyle Lowry, I think, is one of the best plays at the top at 8.6K. Should play 35 to 40 minutes. Great matchup will be the clear number one in offense. So love Lowry. I think Norman Powell is definitely a good play as well. He should be the number two in the offense. He should play 35-plus minutes. You know, the one concern with him is he won't do a ton of the peripherals. So if he is struggling shooting, we can see a somewhat low floor from him. But I think he's in play for tournaments. Chris Boucher, Aaron Baines, they played a lot next to each other last game. Boucher played 35 minutes. Aaron Baines played 29 
Um, so I think both those guys are viable just because they don't have a lot of body. So like Boucher, we know is a really good point for a guy. I think he's a good uh, play if he's going to continue to play over 30 minutes. Terrence Davis, we'll have to keep an eye on. Last game, he played 32 minutes. If he starts again, I think he's a value play you can look to. Now, again, the minutes have been fluctuating for him, but the good thing with Terrence Davis is he's a very aggressive player on offense. And then he got Baines for value of 4.2K. Um, if he starts, I think we'd probably get at least 20 minutes and would be a viable punt play. So I'm just curious to see what they do with the starting lineup. If there's no Terrence Davis, then we consider like fringe value guys like Stanley Johnson, DeAndre, Pembry, revenge game. Um, these guys have been playing some around 20, 25-ish minutes. Stanley played 36 at last game. It's just... It's kind of been hard to trust the minutes for the secondary pieces for Toronto, so we have to keep an eye on the starting lineup, but definitely a team I have interest in. Moving on to Orlando, Miami. Vooch at the top at 10.4K. I think it's a good contrarian play. Um, you know, don't love the price here, but I, there's no Bam in a bio. So, like, he should be able to have his way against Olenek and, like, Precious Achua. So, a good tournament play. Ross, no thank you. Aaron Gordon might be back, too. I'll have to keep an eye on that. MCW is too pricey. Not a ton else I like here for uh, the Orlando Magic. So, let's move on to Miami. Miami got no Bam and a buyout. So I think Kelly Olenek, if he starts at the five, is a really, really good play. Because when Kelly Olenek plays the five, he just gets a huge boost. Almost had a triple-double. Um, and he'll just have to do a lot more on offense. As long as he can stay out of foul trouble, he should play all the Mexican handle. So if he starts at the five, I think Kelly Olenek is one of the better plays in the mid-range. Now, if they start Precious Achua, then I love Precious Achua. So we'll just keep on the starting lineup. Either way, I think Precious probably, if he doesn't start... Um, should play about 15-ish minutes on the bench, would be like an okay punt play. But if he starts, then he's probably the best value play in the slate. Jimmy um, is just getting it done every single game, basically. Um, 9.5K feels like a lot, but it's a good matchup. As long as Orlando doesn't get blown out, I think Jimmy Butler is a, a solid play at that price. Dragic, hero, none, kind of secondary place with Jimmy back. Um, again, really the, the where I have a lot of interest in is with the bigs, Olenek, Precious, depending on the starting lineup, and then Jimmy at the top. Moving on to New York, Milwaukee. So, New York Knicks, Julius Randle at this price, I think is more of a contrarian play. But with no uh, Taj Gibson, he's him and Noel have been playing massive minutes. So 57, 51, 60 fancy points through the last four games for Julius Randle. Um, I think, again, good contrarian, uh, contrarian play. Nerlens Noel, if there's no Taj Gibson, should play about 40 minutes. Not a super high usage guy, but like I think is is certainly like a safe play just because the minutes. Um, now, there's no Derrick Rose. So Alfred Payton um, recently has been getting consistent minutes when he's been healthy. 32-34, and a, a game he was uh, out for a couple weeks, and his first game back played 35 minutes. So, like, I think he's a viable tournament play. You can never really feel comfortable with his minutes because we've seen games where they've pulled the plug in him, and he's only played, like, 15 to 20 minutes. Um, quickly, no thank you at that price, and that's really it for uh, New York. Moving on to Milwaukee. Honestly, not the best matchup. But like, Giannis ended a combo. is just matchup-proof. It just doesn't matter. As long as his game stays close, he'll play 35-plus minutes. A guy that does it all, um, very safe play at the top. Drew, Middleton, eh, no thank you. We'll mention is a Bobby Portis revenge game, but the Mets have been trending down. You can use him for tournaments, but uh, again, the Mets always fluctuate. Moving on to Minnesota and New Orleans. So on the Minnesota side, Carl Anthony Towns at 10K, um, I think is a pretty fair play. You know, should play. He hasn't been playing, he has not been playing huge Mets in close games, like 31, 32, 33, 32. Um, I guess that last game was a blow, but. You know, I think he's someone that does have 50-plus fantasy point upside, goes a little bit overlooked. So, yeah, I have some interest there in Cat. Anthony Anthony Edwards with no Beasley and D'Angelo Russell should be the number two in offense, should play big minutes. Um, You know, a little bit dependent on scoring, but he's going to get a ton of shots up, 20, 22, 22, 23 shot attempts. New Orleans has been playing a lot faster recently, too. So, not a cash game play, but I think viable tournament play. Now, there's no Jordan McLaughlin, so does Ricky Rubio play more? Or do they go, do they extend the bench more? You just never really know with Minnesota. So, like, 
I don't love the price either. Vanderbilt's at 4.5K. The minutes just always fluctuate with him. It's hard to trust. Um, and then you just have like a, a lot of bench that guys that can use like Noel, McDaniels, Layman, Akoji. I mean, my guess is Noel probably plays the backup point guard. Um, he's played 26, 21, and 23 minutes. So, like, yeah, he's in play for value, but he's never really trusted. It feels like Minnesota just has, like, 30 guys on the bench they can use. Moving on to New Orleans, Zion Williamson. I mean, he just continues to get it done. And this is a fantastic matchup. Should play big minutes. Um, I do like Zion. Again, even at this price, I think he he looks good. Ingram, more of a secondary play. Lonzo, kind of the same thing. Eric Bledsoe, at 5-6. Besides that most recent game against Milwaukee, uh, 35, 34, 37, and 42, fancy, or 42 minutes, I should say, which if he's going to continue to play mid-30s minutes, I think is a viable play in the mid-range. Steven Adams at 5-1. I think they're going to need him against Carl Anthony Towns, so my guess is he probably pushes for close to the 30-minute mark. Um, Ken Guillermo, Hernan Gomez, King with Cat? I'm not sure. So, like... Yeah, I, I could see getting to Steven Adams. Uh, Hernan Gomez, again, if you want to get a little bit contrarian, he's the actually the better point per minute guy. But I, I think they're going to have to use Steven Adams a little bit more there against Cat. All right, uh, moving on, we got five games left. Philly and Chicago. So Philly's a team you're definitely going to want some interest in. No Embiid, no Ben Simmons. Absolutely love Tobias Harris, even at this price. He's going to be the number one on offense. A fantastic matchup. Um, yeah, I really, really like Tobias Harris. Now, uh, we'll see what they do with the starting lineup. Sometimes they've started Dwight. Sometimes they've started Tony Bradley. Sometimes they've even started Mike Scott at the small level five. So we'll see. If Dwight Howard starts, my guess is we get mid-20s minutes. Now, we've seen some games where he started and literally got benched, if you remember that. We've also seen some games where he started and played 35 minutes. So, like, I think a fair guess is somewhere in between. But there's upside for more. There's also downside for less. So it's like, we'll see. Uh, but if Dwight Howard starts, I think we probably get around mid-20s minutes. It would be a decent play at the price. Shake Milton at 5.3K. Um, I think he's a guy that uh, is going to have to do a lot more offensively. A guy that can do some of the peripheral stats. Again, I really like the matchup. So I do like Shake. I'm fine with Seth Curry too. I honestly probably prefer Shake Milton. Uh, but both these guards are firmly in play. Um, Danny Green, you guys know my thoughts on Danny Green. I mean, the minutes will be there most likely. But he's just, I just I just don't like Danny Green. We, we're we're very anti-Danny Green on this show. Um but then other other value plays. So guys like Mike Scott, Korkmaz, Tony Bradley, maybe he starts. Or I'm guessing he plays the backup five. So like all these guys are, are viable. Like Mike Scott, not a super high usage guy. If he starts, I'd say probably get about 20 minutes viable. Korkmaz, more reliant in the scoring, but we know he can get hot. So like really there's a lot of Philadelphia guys. You can even consider Maxi. Like I think he probably plays 15, 20 minutes. So there's a lot of Philadelphia guys that are viable uh, for sure. But obviously it's Tobias at the top. Probably whoever starts the center, whether it be Dwight, Scott or uh, Tony Bradley. And then one of the guards with Milton, uh, South Curry is really where my main interest lies. Moving on to Chicago. Don't love the price in Levine, but I think he's a decent tournament play. Kobe White has been playing more consistent minutes, like averaging about 35 a game. I think at this price point, um, makes for a decent play. If, you need, if you're going to use a lot of Philly guys you want to bring back, I'm fine running, a, uh, running it back with Kobe. Other than that, that was really not a ton else I like for Chicago. Moving on to Dallas and OKC. Luka Doncic is a 10.8K. Good matchup here. As long as the Thunder can keep it close, should play 35-plus minutes. I think Luka's a really safe play at the top. Porzingis, more contrarian. Brunson seems priced about right. Jay Rich, eh, DFS, eh, just I, no one else really stands out here. I will mention Willie Cauley-Stein played the backup uh, five tonight. Um, so, like, if he's going to continue to play the backup five, I think we probably get about 15 minutes. You could use him as a punt play, but just, like, those minutes are never guaranteed. They could always go to Bubba, and they can always go to Dwight Powell, so... 
That's always a risk. Move on to OKC. Not a ton of love here. I think SGA is a decent uh, tournament play, but not, not doesn't really stand out at 9K. Al Horford at 6'2", should play about 30 minutes. Again, doesn't really stand out here. Mid-range guys, Baisley, eh, Dort, eh. Maladon, the minutes will be there, but low usage. It's just kind of just all secondary plays. Um, I will mention Ty Jerome. He's been getting some decent run off the bench. I think we get around 20-ish minutes. He did have a bust game the last game, but previous games 20-plus. So, like, I could see using him as a punt play. Golden State and the Clippers. So, uh, on the Golden State side, Steph Curry, I think, will go overlooked uh, because of the matchup. But we know he's got 60, 70-plus fancy point upside. So, I like Steph in tournaments. Dream on green. Um, we'll have to keep an eye on this. If he plays, I think is a safer play. Again, don't love the matchup, but he's a guy that should play 35-plus minutes. Ubre also uh, questionable. We'll see. If they're both out, then we'll we'll just have to see what they do with the starting lineup. You know, I'm guessing probably Juan Toscano Anderson starter, starts for Draymond if he's out, so he'd be a good value play. You know, when Ubre missed that two games ago, it was Bazemore that started. They also started Damon Lee. So possibly some value here depending on news for Golden State. Never. This is why I never play Andrew Wiggins. 26 fancy points in 31 minutes with no Steph, no Draymond, no Kelly Oubre. All right, let's move on to the Clippers. So, Kawhi Leonard. Yes, I'm very much still tilting about that last game. Got lucky and got Paul George ruled out basically at lock. Low on Kawhi, gets in foul trouble, and still bust in literally one of the best possible matchups. Like, how was that possible? Now, that is going to lower the ownership. The price is below 9K. Matchup's decent. So, like, I'm fine with Kawhi as a contrarian play. Paul George at 8.5K also seems a little bit too cheap. So, like, both the Clippers guys look, uh, the top guys look uh, pretty decent. Value-wise, not a ton of love here with uh, them being pretty healthy. Moving on to Houston and Sacramento. So this is a game that I think uh, definitely has some upside. John Wall, Victor Oladipo at 8-2 and 8-2 respectively. I think both look good at the top because of the matchup, especially if Eric Gordon is out too. John Wall, 40 and 41 minutes last couple games. Um, they are, you know, somewhat thin. No Nwaba, no Daniel House, no Christian Wood. So I do like Wall and Oladipo at the top. We'll have to see about Eric Gordon. If Eric Gordon is out, then, you know, it's a slight boost to those secondary plays. Um, I will mention uh, Patton because Sacramento is a really big team. They got Holmes, Bagley. I'm assuming Patton starts. If he does start, I think we'll get around 25 to 30 minutes, which actually makes him a decent value play at that price. Let's see. Other options. Uh, I will mention Kevin Porter Jr. Back from the G League. He played well in the G League too. Now, we don't know what his role is going to be because this is his first game. My guess is he's in the rotation, but we just that's not for certain. So, like... I think he's a pretty good uh, value play for tournaments. I don't know if a lot of people are going to get to him, but as long as he's in the rotation and plays like 15 to 20 minutes, I could see him getting there for value. All right, moving on to Sacramento. So Sacramento side, honestly, with Hal Burton back, that does take a hit. Now, they said they're going to kind of limit him. So um, that does hurt the secondary plays a lot. I think Darren Fox is still viable at 9.1K. I went for 64 that last game. But again, with Hal Burton back, that does hurt his upside a little bit. Um, I think it's still a viable for tournaments. Barnes, Bagley, Holmes, all these guys are fine, but like minutes should go down a bit with Halliburton back, which makes them a little riskier. Um, you know, Holmes, I think probably gets around 25 to 30 minutes. He would probably be my favorite secondary option. Bagley's been playing decent, um, you know, better offensively. Like they're still, they're still in play, those secondary guys for Sacramento, but they're just a little riskier now with Halliburton back. And finally, Portland and Phoenix. On the Phoenix side, Booker is... 
most likely uh, likely to play. So if he does play, I think Paul at 7.8K is a decent play, should play, you know, 30 to 35 minutes, has a pretty high floor because of assists. DeAndre Ayton, it is a good match against Cantor, but we know he's been up and down. So like Ayton for tournaments, Paul, yeah, I think is fine. Booker, I don't love the price on him. There's no Cam Johnson, but honestly, that doesn't do a ton. They'll probably just give some more mitts guys like Abdul Nader campaign. I don't really want to mess with the value for Phoenix. Finally, Portland, Damian Lillard at almost 11K. I would say it's more of a contrarian play at that price point, not out of play, but again, more in play for tournaments. Cantor at 7-6 is a bigger team, so I'm guessing he plays mid-30s minutes. Um, I think is a, a also a good tournament play. Mid-range guys like Rocco, Trent, Mello, Jones Jr. all seem priced about right. If I had to pick one, I actually think it would be Rocco because the minutes, 40, 38, 38, and 37 minutes the last uh, four games. A guy that can get it done with the peripherals. But yeah, that's really it for me for uh, Portland. Um, I think that's going to do it for the video as well. So if you guys have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate if you leave a like button on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos you don't live. Thanks again, guys. Have a great night. And I will see you all tomorrow in the live stream.